you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Last summer, I had Patty Morrow on the show to chat about her journey as a top leader in her company and how she was successfully running a thriving direct sales business. Since that episode aired, Patty has made a transition to a new company and her decision to do so was not easy. After she announced the switch, we had conversations about how this is a tough decision to make, yet no one really talks about how to navigate it. Patty told me that she wished there were more resources out there for those wanting to switch companies, and that really stuck with me. I asked her to come back on the show and share her experience in making this decision. I know it could be valuable and relatable to hear her heart and what went on behind the scenes, whether you're listening now or in the future. In a perfect world, we pick one company and never leave, but we all know that life is filled with growth, change, and can look different from season to season, and that's okay. The topic of navigating this decision is a very real conversation in our industry, and though it may be perceived as a taboo subject, I feel that it is worth discussing whether or not you are contemplating a transition in your business. Hey, Patty, thank you so much for being a repeat guest on Directly Different. We always appreciate our repeat guests around here. So thank you so much for coming back and being on the show this week. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really so happy to be here. I loved chatting with you last time and I'm just, you know, ready to dive in. (laughs) Yes. So if you are not familiar with Patty and her story of how she got into social selling in the first place, go back and listen to episode number 84. We talked about her journey there, but today we are talking about something a little different and We'll, we'll get into all of it, but Patty, will you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to since we last chatted last year? So last year we chatted and I had been, um, in my network marketing business for almost eight years. Um, and since then I have pivoted. (laughs) That's like, the word of the year. Um, It actually is my word of my year. So that's so funny. Um, But I have pivoted to doing something else um, in a new company. And I know we'll get into all that. So I'm not going to like get ahead of myself and start talking about my whole experience. But, um, but yeah, I'm doing something else now. And it felt something that I was really called to do as cliche as that sounds. And so that's kind of where we're at a new fresh start (laughs) in 2023. That's right. That's right. And we decided to have this conversation on air, if you will, because you and I, you know, we chat in our DMs on Instagram and, and I always love collaborating with you. And you had said something when you made this transition, you had said something about how you wished you had more resources to rely on when you were making this decision and trying to think through what was best for you and your business and your family and all of that. And so that really stuck with me. And I, 
figured it would be really a really great resource to have this conversation, have it recorded and have it on the podcast feed. So that way people can come back and refer to it when they might find themselves in this season of life, in this stage of their business. And it, it happens to many, many people where they just aren't sure what to do next. And so really excited about our conversation today. So will you explain to us what initially led you to begin thinking about your pivot or your transition to a different company? There's a lot of pieces for me. I had a lot of things, but mostly um, throughout, let's say the past few years, like throughout COVID and the pandemic, when the world kind of shifted um, and the industry itself shifted in network marketing. Um, my, my previous business, you know, well, first of all, can I just say, can I go back? I just want to quickly say what you were going to say. What, what you just said is that this is a taboo thing. Like, I think that it's something that we don't talk about enough. And so I'm just appreciative that you have me on here to share my story because I know that at a time when I needed to hear something like this, it would have been so beneficial to hear that, like, I'm not alone. But backtracking, I <laughs> just wanted to say that before I forgot. But throughout COVID, I saw this um, industry shift where we weren't doing things in person. We didn't have that same connection that we that we kind of lost over the past few years. My previous business, I was the home party girl. I did craft fairs, vendor shows. Like I would, I mean, I did Facebook and like Facebook parties and things online as well. But the the majority of my business was in person. And so when COVID happened and we stopped doing things in person, my business took a dip, which is natural. Um, as I, did, I know it did probably for many people. Um, and even COVID or not, your business goes through dip, right? And I just feel like I was in a season where I stopped doing those things and I had no choice but to bring my business online. And I saw the value that social media really can do for your business. With the industry shifting, I as far as like my product I was selling, my product was an experience to me. It was fragrant. It was um, wickless candles. So it was an experience. Like people truly needed to smell the scent a lot. And I'm, you know, and listen, I've swung plenty of wax <laughs> online without people smelling it. Right. But it was an experience and that's what I was doing prior. And so as this industry shifted, I kept kind of falling into the space where I was like, well, how many different ways could I show people to change the wax? You know, like I felt like there wasn't like this need that I saw that was on social media, this, this almost like a purpose, just the way that the, I can't really explain it, but just the way that the industry was shifting and how everything was going online, it made it hard for me to market my business on social media when I was so used to people coming in and smelling the fragrances and doing things like that. So there was an industry shift as well as like an internal shift with myself. I think it's safe to say that the world in general, there's been so many different changes and shifts over the past few, you know, few years. And so for me, I had like an internal shift where I was being more conscious of what I was putting in my body. I was taking care of my health. Um, over the past few years, I've even had some like heart complications and things like that, where it really was like, oh my God, I need to be making sure I'm exercising more. I have to make sure I'm being conscious of like what I'm using, what I'm putting my kids' bodies. And so again, not that like I couldn't have continued in my past business while still taking care of my health, but I just feel like with the way that I was already feeling, it was like added to that, you know, where I was like, I want to do something that I just feel more aligned, not only in like working my business, but in my personal life as well. 
And it's so true too. In our lives, we have so many different seasons. And like you said, you just aligned with a different goal, a different objective in this, in this season. And that makes sense that you want to align all of your choices with the, a lifestyle, a certain lifestyle. It makes so much sense. So what were some of the thoughts that you had surrounding such a big decision? You know, I'm sure it was because we know our brains, right? I'm sure it was, what will people think? How will my business change? What will my team do? What will they say to me? How did you coach yourself through these thoughts that I'm absolutely certain that you had? Because we're all human and we all know that we would have (laughs) these thoughts about such a big decision. So it was a very scary decision for me. Um, I had started feeling this way uh, around January, February, this time last year. And so I went, I kind of gave myself an ultimatum and I was like, okay, I'm going to stick this out because I've been in dips before in my business as well. And so I didn't want to just make like rash decision. I, my last company was the one and only company I've ever been with. And I never would, if you would have asked me a year ago, two years ago, I would have been like, I'm never, I would never leave. I'm never one of those people that hop around. I'm never one of those people that would change. I'm a lifer. Like I have literally said those things. So I sort of gave myself an ultimatum, like after feeling that way and saying, um, you know, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to give myself like the next like six months to a year. And, you know, if my business still like looks this way or if I still feel this way, then maybe I'll start to consider like dipping my toes in, in other ponds, you know. And so throughout that time, I worked my business and I, I mean... I wouldn't even say that I was like fully going hard. I think I probably could have worked a little bit harder, but I also think internally I knew where I was going. You know, it was almost like something was just kept pulling me and pulling me. By September of 2022, I kind of was like solidified in my decision and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Um, And so it's still, by the time I actually made the decision, it still was like a good two or three months before I finally committed to the decision because it was hard. And I literally felt like I was, you know, when you talk about those thoughts, right? Like fear of, of I'm not cut out for like for this or um, what is my team going to think? What are my customers going to think? Like I had a really large customer base and I had a pretty, pretty large team. And so I, what is my, like the people who know me, who know that, like, know me as the wax girl, you know, like, what are they going to think? So I had all the fear, all the doubt, but I ultimately made my decision not based off of what others think, because at the end of the day, people don't pay my bills. So (laughs) I had to come to my own decision, even though that was hard, that wasn't the hardest thing for me. I think Um, The detachment itself was easy for me because even in my previous business, I am, I'm a big believer, like you're your own boss. We, we pay our own amount of money to start up, right? Like we work our own businesses. And in my personal opinion, I don't think that you should rely or hold anybody accountable for your success. So by me, like leaving, even though it's like, okay, what's my team going to think? I know ultimately they're going to be okay because they, they're the ones to work their businesses. Um, but it was hard. It was it was really hard. I had a lot of doubt. I kept thinking, oh my God, am I crazy? What's wrong with me? Like, how could I be doing this? You should just continue. And ultimately, I just, it just, that feeling wouldn't go away. So I almost felt like a fraud in a sense, because I no longer believed in my opportunity. I no longer believed in my product. And I'm not saying that the product is bad, but I guess I didn't believe in the way I was marketing. Like, I didn't feel almost like imposter syndrome. Like, I 
kind of felt like, how can I get on and share about this product when I know how I feel about it behind the scenes? How can I get on and tell people to come join me when I know I'm having thoughts about leaving? And so, yeah, those are the thoughts that I had. (laughs) Yes. And I love what you said too, about the fact that, you know, there are dips in our business. There are slow times and lulls. And it was important to you to not make the decision just because it was a slower time in business. It was important to you to make the decision because you knew it was the right one. Because who hasn't had the thought during a low season in their business, like, man, this would be so much easier if I was with a different company or if I just quit altogether. We, everybody has thought that. Everybody. And if you haven't, you are probably brand new <laughs> to social right. selling, right? <laughs> because we all have those thoughts. So I think it is really important that you gave yourself some time to really make sure that what you were feeling was true and authentic. And it was. And so, and I, I love that you were very committed to, you know, even though it felt scary, yeah. you're very committed to making the right decision for you and for your season of life and for your business. And that's so good. I think it was important for me to like decipher, like if this was just like, okay, am I just in a dip or is this like real internal feelings where like something is, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but like something, I just felt, kept feeling this pull. And I know that that sounds so cliche, like literally you hear like, oh, like, God called me. And I'm not saying that that's wrong to say that, but it, it almost like I was saying this to myself, like, for the, and it's like things that like, I actually like prayed hard, long, like really long for where I was like, is this the right decision, you know, and it wasn't to me, I've been in dips. And I know that you have to continue. And I do believe consistency is key. But I also have realized, like, if you have reached the point where you're just, you're just over it, like, I don't feel like you're going to show up as your true authentic self. It's going to be like half asked. Can I say that on here? Yes, yes. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I can say the first word, but you know, like, and so for me, I'm somebody where I'm like, I'm all or nothing. It's hard for me to just like, know that like I'm feeling this way, but also try to show up at the same time, you know? So I definitely had to give myself that time to be like, is this like a real dip or is it something that is calling me more? Because I gave myself that ultimatum within that time. I just knew it's almost like you kind of just know, you know, you got to trust your gut. That's one thing that my mother always taught me is to trust your gut. And and so I did. (laughs) Ah, yes. Yes. And like you said, you, nobody wants to show up and do it halfway. Like you want to make sure that at the end of the day, you can say, I gave it my all. And so when it stops feeling like that, that's a, that's a big sign. That's a big deal. All right, Patty, what was the moment where you finally decided to take that leap and transition to another company? I know we've kind of chatted about how, you know, it took some time and you gave yourself, you know, an ultimatum period and to really decide and to really know what decision you wanted to make. But what was the moment that you said, forget it. I am all in. I am committing to this decision. Here I go. Tell us about that moment. So I don't think it was like a solidified, okay, this is it. Like I don't have like a date and time that happened, but I just, it was one of those things that like evolved. And during that time, like my husband was my best supporter. He was my only supporter. I mean, I, I had like a few, like my really close friends that I had talked to about like, Hey, I'm going to be doing this. And I had a lot of support there, but like, literally I would talk to my husband every day. He would call me on his way home from work. I would be crying on the phone to him. I'd be like, I don't know what to do. You know, like constantly talking to him about it. Literally, like I said, I would literally pray about it. 
And finally, my, it was really my husband. He was just like, you kind of just need to make a decision. He's such like a solution giver. So for him, he's like, like he's fully supported me and he would be there and like talk me when I was crying and like give me the support that I needed to hear. But at the end of the day, he was just like, listen, you got to like crap or get off the pot, you know, (laughs) like just make the decision, you know? And so I think that that's what it was. I was just done. Like I kind of just reached my limit. And for me, I would rather take a chance on me, like take a chance on myself than living in this like uncertainty you know that was that was really I think one of the now that I look back like one of the hardest parts about it is that uncertainty and not knowing like which direction I was gonna go and so I'm like it's almost like the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result like that's kind of the point that I got where I'm like I just can't do this anymore so I need to make a decision and I asked myself if my business looks like this look at the theme that it does now in the next six months to a year am I gonna be happy no to me, it was no. So I just knew it was like kind of like that moment where I was just like, okay, we're going for it. We're just doing it. <laughs> so what were some resources that helped you make this decision and to make it confidently? Were there blog posts that you found, podcast episodes? I know you just mentioned your husband or mentors or what were some great resources for you? I know we talked about in the beginning how you know, we have had the conversation that there aren't many resources out there for people looking to navigate this decision, but I'm just wondering if you found anything that helped you through this time. Right. So obviously aside from my husband, um, the one thing too about my husband is like, he's there to be a support system and he helped me through it, but he also is not in it, you know? So it was very different. Although I, I had him as like a shoulder to cry on and talk through, I needed somebody who knew my situation, who knew not only like you know, social selling and network marketing and being in it, but also like having the feeling of building a large business and basically throwing it all away. Um, and so there were not a lot of resources. I literally Googled, like Google was my resource. <laughs> I Googled leaving your network marketing company at the top, <laughs> you know? And, and so I didn't find much. Um, but what I did do is because I had made this decision before I even found a company to join. Like I knew it's not like, I don't even want to say shiny objects, but sometimes there are shiny objects, a new company comes along or something new and you're like, oh, this looks great, right? And that to me over the years, I'm like, well, people are attracted to shiny objects. That's why they're bouncing around. And I'm not saying that that's always the case, but for me, there was none of that. I didn't have a shiny object. It was literally like an internal feeling. And so um, as, you know, I just started looking around and I did, when I made my decision, Um, I just started like looking up companies to join at that point, like something that aligned with me. So obviously, like I talked about, like my internal shift, health and wellness. uh, Well, I didn't even know I wanted to do health and wellness, I'm being honest, but I knew that like maybe I wanted to do something like that. So as I started looking up companies, I was like, okay, well, I know I don't want to do makeup, you know, and it's funny because like I had considered it for like a hot second because I used to be, I used to do like beauty tutorials and stuff like well before network marketing. So I had thought about that. And then there were a couple of companies that I looked into and I was like, hmm, I don't know. Is this something that I, I could do or I'd be aligned with or that I want to do? You know, so there were a few different places that I that I looked up and looked into. And believe me, I compared compensation plans and I compared their like I was like with a fine tooth comb looking in their standards. I think that there is good and bad when it comes to having experience. Because like when I first started network marketing, I didn't know any of this. Like I was just like, oh, this is great. I'm going to join. 
But this time around, it almost was like, well, I don't want this again. And I feel like that's almost in a sense, the beauty of it. You, you can be choosy. And now, you know, you know, you can almost like look at it and be like, okay, well, this is what I had here. I either want different or I want to make sure I still have that, you know? And for me personally, my company, like I know a lot of times leaders leave their companies and then like they bash them or they talk about like all the bad things that they hated about it. But I had a really great community. I had a really great upline. I had an excellent like rapport with the home office. Like my company was great and I still think that they're an amazing company. So it was hard for me to compare because I I know it sounds crazy because it's like, well, why did you leave? But I had it really good there. <laughs> I had it really good. So it's like when I was going to compare compensation plans and even just like standards, it made me in some ways second guess myself through that process. And I was like, oh man, did I make the wrong decision? Like, believe me, there's been a battle. But as I was Googling and then finally stumbled across the company that I decided to partner with, after I did that, I then started looking up like who I wanted to join. Because now I have experience and I, like when I first joined network marketing, like I was just happened to join the person that I saw was sharing about it and whatever. And I mean, she was great and we had a great relationship all throughout my, my business journey. But this time I know how important it is to partner with somebody who you resonate with, who you want to model your business after, who inspires you or, you know, just kind of like what you would what you would like right like they say do what successful people do you will be successful and so i knew that like once i decided on my company i now needed to find somebody to to partner with and so that's what i did <laughs> i went on instagram i started google or instagramming um there all things about the company um i was looking up even as far as like their incentive trips and their like their conferences, because again, I had that really good there. And I was like, well, I don't want to leave and then go to a place that like doesn't do like these elaborate, like, you know, it might sound not be important to some people, but to me, I had it good there. Right. And so I, uh, anyway, I, I came across here and then, yeah, that was really just it. It's just my, my Googling and searching and my heavy, um, ADHD like spirals that I fall into where it's almost like a rabbit hole of like searches. <laughs> That's what I ended up doing. So I, you know, I found somebody that, well, can I say this? I actually found somebody at first that I was like, oh, okay, I want to join this person. And I reached out to them. They had been sharing like something on there and I, I inquired about it gave them like a small snippet of like what I had, you know, I'm thinking about leaving. I've been with my business for seven years. Just wonder if you can give me some information. And this person, which I totally understand why she said this, but she, she was like, if I were you, I would not leave your business after seven years. And so again, knowing as a leader and knowing how important consistency is and all that, I know why she said that. So like, I don't blame her for saying it. She also just didn't know the context of my situation. I literally just like randomly messaged her. She has no idea who I am. And so she did give me great advice, you know, but in that moment, it deflated me because when I was like, so ready, I'm like, I'm ready to do this. Like I looked up all the research. I found everything that I loved about the company. Now I just want to find somebody that I think would be great. When I heard that, it like really deflated me where I'm like, it almost made me step back and be like, is this what I should be doing? You know? Um, and so anyway, I'm in health and wellness now. And 
even at that point through this process, I kept saying, am I, am I kind of mental wellness? Like, I, I can't do that. You know, like, believe me, all through this whole thing, there's been so much doubt. <laughs> but ultimately, I know I'm making this long, so I'll wrap it up. But I was led to finally, I just found this girl who I really like, I love, I just, I felt like I resonated with her. She had little kids. I have little kids. She just, I just like the way that she shared on her stories. And it was a way that like, I would share on my stories. And then when I heard her story about how she built this business um, and made it to the top and I didn't feel like it was like icky, like she seemed really transparent um, and I like that. And I was like, I literally reached out to her and I was like, you have no idea how badly I've been needing to hear you say this. So thank you, you know? Um, and so, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> I love this so much. And I'm somebody who, you know, just in my quote unquote line of work as a podcaster who talks to social sellers, I follow so many social sellers and I know exactly what you mean when you say that you were searching for somebody that you aligned with or that you felt like you could join, because that is extremely important. And it's not something that you think about when you first jump into social selling. I didn't think about it. You didn't think about it, but it is something that as we have been in the industry for a while, it is really important. And so it just is a good reminder to all of us, even if we've never once thought about leaving our companies, it's a great reminder to really be real and transparent about our stories and just, you know, how we came to the company and how we decided to join and what this business, how this business impacts our families and things like that, because you don't know who's watching your stories and who is watching and seeing if you would be a good fit for them as, as a team member. And so such a good reminder. And it it really is true. I love, oh my goodness. My, one of my favorite things is when people are on their incentive trips, or their company conferences. I love watching stories of people at different company events because I love those things at my company. And so I know, yeah, like you said, it's not important to some people, but for people like us who just love to just be around people, it's so fun. When I first started, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about incentive trips or, you know, but because I, I found out how amazing that was, I was almost like, well, I don't want to leave that again. Like now that I have it, like I want to make sure that I have that somewhere else, you know? Um, yes. But I think the storytelling, like you were saying, like it is so, again, whether you're deciding to leave or not, like just always tell your story. Even if you just joined, like what led you to that decision and the journey, like take people along the journey with you because I cannot, like, I cannot even tell you the moment that I shared my story, how many people reached out to me, not even to be like, Hey, I'm coming with you. Like that wasn't my goal. It was just more so to tell people that this is normal. And this is not talked about enough because we don't have those resources. Like I felt so alone in my decision. And so that's why I share my story is to tell people like, like, First of all, this is 100% normal in an industry where like 99% of people hop around and do all sorts of like multiple direct sales businesses. Like when you actually build a business and you're committed to it and then you leave, you're, it's like frowned upon. You're like looked at it like, oh, how could she, you know? And so I just feel like it's just so funny how that works. But so it's it's like a taboo thing. So when you share your story, like as I've shared people, like I feel maybe it's like my own internal feeling, but I feel like there is like that stigma where like, you, why is she talking about leaving? What, you know, um, but she, but because I've done that, I've helped people who have reached out and just said, thank you. 
being like, hey, I needed to hear this. Thank you. And some conversations, truthfully, I've had with people and then have encouraged them to stay where they are. You know, like I'm very transparent and honest. And I my goal at the end of the day is to do this whole process with integrity. Um, because I don't, you know, this it was a very hard decision. And the last thing I want to do is like, you know, leave my customers that I built for eight years, leave my team I built for eight years, and then make it seem like they were nothing to me. You know, and even my company itself, as I left, I remember I had like sending like a final cancellation email. And even in that, I was like, I just want to thank you so much. Like I was bawling tears typing this email like thank you so much for all you have given me you've made me grow as a person like and to also reassure them like where I was pointing my downline like I said my my downline knows who their upline is now um you know like even my team like I made sure to point them in the right direction like my goal going into this is not leaving and then taking a bunch of people with me my story was my own and it was personal you know but to that point is that I'm still sharing my story. And because of that, people have stepped down and been like, I needed to hear this. Like, thank you so much for sharing this because I've been feeling this way for a really long time. So no matter what, <laughs> in a long-winded response, is to just share your story and don't be afraid of like, who's who's gonna say what about your story because your story is personal and nobody can take that from you. And I think that there's somebody out there who needs your story. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with that. So you've made the decision and you are ready to go. You have found a company that you align with and more importantly, an upline that you align with. So what were those first moments like after making this huge decision? You know, you wanted to do it with integrity and it sounds like you did. I love almost like that adoption process. You were not just throwing your customers and your team to the wind and saying, good luck. You really cared about how, you know, this transition would be for them too. And so what were those first moments like after making this decision to leave and, or actually leaving? So scary, of course, like, you know, I think through all of it, it's just the fear of the unknown, you know? Um, but I've always been someone to kind of just like, even though this is scary, I'm still going to do it. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely like the scary, like, oh my God, what did I just do? You know, but I did have a process. Like I told like the important people, quote unquote, important people first, um, you know, the people who I felt I had like real close relationships with who I needed to tell. Um, I had like leaders within my downline that I made sure that like, I actually like chatted with them and not just like something that they saw through a Facebook live. Um, so I had like a process there. And then um, once I put it out there and I got the over overwhelming amount of support from people, um, I mean, I did have, if I'm being honest, like a few backlash, let's say, um, which is expected. There's rotten apples in every bunch. But for the most part, um, everybody was like so supportive where I was almost like, wow, <laughs> like thank you. You know, like I felt almost like... And also from hearing people say, you know, thank you, like this resonated with me. It made me feel like I, I was doing the right thing even more. And so then I felt relieved because not only did I feel like I was now making a difference in a sense, where at least like sharing my story to, to resonate with somebody, but also like I wasn't carrying this weight anymore and that weight had been lifted. And that just like from that moment, I was like, okay, now that that's out of the way, let's, let's start getting the ball rolling. So 
That's great. And we have to remember too, that scary decisions doesn't, that doesn't mean it's the wrong decision just because you feel scared or feel nervous about something. It could mean that it's the best decision and that's the right decision. And it just feels big and scary because it, like you said, it's just the unknown. So I love that, you know, you, you had those, that scary feeling, that scared feeling, but it was also validation that this was the right direction to go. Patty, what have you learned through this process? How have you grown as a social seller, as a network marketer? Just tell us about, about all that. Um, so I would say less is more, I've realized. <laughs> Starting over has allowed me to kind of slow down a little bit. And now looking back, it's almost like, okay, was this like God's way of telling me to slow down a little bit? You know, I, I'm always, I think it's just my nature. Like I'm always in a rush, I'm always taking on something. I even, I'll say to my husband, I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to do. When meanwhile, I'm like, what do I really have to do? You know, <laughs> like I do it to myself. And I did that a lot in my last business. I overtook a lot. I, um, you know, that quote where they say, don't be the smartest person in the room. I did that. Like, because I love, I'm a, like, I like to think I'm a good leader and I love to teach and share resources and tools. And so I was the one doing the trainings. I was the one, um, you know, showing the next system to, you know, I would do collabs with people. Like I literally, I mean, I was invested. I was invested. I'm not saying that any of those things are wrong because it completely taught me so much about myself. My business has made me everything of, of who I am you know, over the past eight years, but I was doing a lot. And I think that starting over showed me that you can still be successful. And I mean, obviously my, my new business, I'm building it. Like I literally started over from scratch. Some people get like bridges or things that like, they're like, Hey, we'll give you this team. If you join, like I had none of that. I literally started over from zero. Um, and so, I, you know, it's a process. It's going to take time to rebuild that. And I'm okay with that, you know, but I think this time around having now having that experience, um, I can show up as the way that I want to, I can be way more intentional because I can say, well, you know what, like I did, I did like all of this here in this business and here's what I don't want to do anymore, you know? Or again, like things that I can take with me and be like, you know what, this worked really well in my last business. And now I'm going to make sure that I do that here. So yeah, I just think for me, I've just been realizing just to be a little bit more simple, but effective, simple and intentional. That's great. And I think too, something we haven't really talked about a lot, but we're, we are talking about without saying it is that this is why personal branding is so important because we cannot find our identity in our companies that we're with because we might not be with them forever for whatever reason. There could be so many different things. It could close tomorrow. We hear about company closures all the time. And so if you are branding yourself as a person versus branding yourself as a company, then I think that is what's going to make a difference too. And you had established a personal brand. I mean, yes, you were, you know, of course, the self-proclaimed wax lady, yeah. but you also had branded yourself at the same time. And I think, and I'm sure that helped so much with the transition too, because it was easy for people instead of being like, oh, well, if she's not the wax lady, then what is she? Like it was, it was just like, oh, right. this is Patty and she really cares and she's really making this decision intentionally and thoughtfully. And so I'm going to listen to what she has to say because I enjoy her as a person and that's why I buy from her. It's not necessarily, it's not always hundred percent because of the products she sells. So I'm going to listen because I enjoy Patty. And so I think that is so important to 
continue to work on your personal brand as a social seller for many reasons. And this is one of them. Right. Well, let me also add to that. I'm glad that you said that. And thank you because I didn't, I personally felt like I was my company prior. Um, and I know maybe looking from like the outside in, it might not have looked like that because I also am pretty transparent and I share a lot about my life on social media aside from my business, but people like at least the people that like my customer base, like people just knew, like there was so many people who were shocked when I left because they're like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, cause I've always wrapped my company in like, I mean, everything, my, my bags, my, and listen, I still have you no know, new swag here that I'm wearing right now, but I'm just, again, learning from experiences. So this time around, I'm trying to not like disclose it, you know, not disclose it, but just not like blast it out there. I'm making more of a personal brand because I've realized like your brand, your audience is your biggest asset when it comes to your online presence and just um, being a social seller, like your brand and the audience that you build is your biggest asset because you can then take that with you as you go. You know, and it's not to say like, you're going to like all of a sudden all the people who have been supporting you before now have to support you here, but they're going to be way more likely to follow you and want to support you or at least like watch what you're doing because they've already established that. So anyway, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a good point to, to bring up for sure. So what has it been like starting fresh with a new company? Was it everything you expected? Was it unexpected? What are, what are some things that you have discovered since starting? Um, I've discovered that it's different. <laughs> um, one of the, one of the biggest things that I've realized is that, not to have expectations um, because as, as much as I want to paint this beautiful picture that like, this has been an amazing transition. First of all, um, it can look very different on the outside of what people post on social media. So that's number one. Right. Um, and so even little things like, I mean, and I've been loving where I am, believe me, but it's different. And when you're used to something so much, when you have been invested for a long time in your business and that's all, you know, it can look very different when you step somewhere else. And, and I believe in, you know, I had a, when I first logged into like the new back office, it looks so different. And remember when I said my company was really great. Like there's just certain things where I think they were like top notch on. Like my previous company was excellent with like their user-friendly back office. Like it just was so great. And then when I came here, not to say that this is not bad, but it's just different. I had to get used to a new system. I had to get, it was a little bit more dated. And I literally had a moment where I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> but then I had to slow down and be like, okay, did I join my last business for their back office? No, I didn't. You know, I didn't join for that reason. And at the time before I didn't even know they had a back office. So it's okay. There are things that I can learn. And now that it's been a couple months, like I feel like savvy on there and I know what I'm doing, you know? So different, um, is, is number one. And also I realized like, not only is the, is it, has it been different, but it's also been, um, you know, completely refreshing at the same time, because again, when that's all, you know, um, it's very easy to get comfortable. It's very easy to like stay in your little bubble. And that's, I think what I was doing for a long time. And I was going through the motions in my business and working it, but I, I was maintaining, you know, like here, I feel like it's, it's, um, you know, of course I've had moments of doubt, but it's made it like completely like just starting over. It's given me something new to work toward. It's made kind of reignited my, my fire, so to speak. I have, 
um, you know, I'm just happy. I feel happy. And I feel like when you feel happy and you're ignited and you're excited about what you're doing, you can show up as your true authentic self and not feel like that weight or that heaviness that, that, that feeling of uncertainty can give you, um, you know, so just refreshing. <laughs> Even throughout this whole process, I've still have had moments of doubt, like months into this now in my new business, loving what I'm doing, like authentically showing up on social media, feeling like I have purpose. However, I also feel it feels like a death in a sense. Um, this is the part that it's like saying the quiet part out loud. Like these are the things that we don't talk about when you have been invested in your business. Like it's not just I mean, maybe for some people it is, but for me, it's not. It's not easy to just cut and go. It has been like a death for me in some ways, as happy as I am. Um, like I've had moments like where I was cleaning out just things from my office and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, like my achievements, like, you know, or for what I was doing, remember when I talked about it, it was an experience and I will still use the product. So I, sometimes I'll smell it and it, it'll just remind me and take me back to like an experience that I had over the past eight years. And then I'll start crying again, you know? And I've shared so much about this, even on my social media. Like I talk about this stuff all the time because I feel like these are things we don't talk about enough. Um, or even things like the new community, you know, like um, here, I think, again, I had a really great community and I think this is a really great community, but again, it's new. And in my old business, as weird as it sounds, I was almost like known, you know, like people kind of knew who I was. Like I was a top leader. I had a pretty, like pretty decently large team. I did trainings all throughout my, for my company. And so I had like a reputation of being like this person in social media who knew what they were doing. And it's almost like I came here and I had small instances where I felt like the new kid on the block again, you know, like I even took a, a trip, um, a team trip to Dallas, which I was like, I want to get invested. I know the importance of events. I know importance of showing up and I wanted to be a part of that community. And it was an amazing trip and I had such a great time. I, I made so many great friends, but I did feel like the new kid on the block. I did. I felt like I was almost like, nobody knows me here. <laughs> and not that like I need that validation from people or anything like that, but it just, um, it's just different. That's the, the best way that I can describe. But I know also in time, it's not going to be different. You know, it takes time to build that. So yes, it goes back to those uncomfortable feelings aren't bad. They're just, they're different. And they're sometimes a little hard because it is hard once you're, you have your friend groups and you have your circles and you have your chat threads. And then to be out of that and to be inserting yourself into a new, a brand new situation, brand new surroundings, that is, that is really hard. And so for sure, a valid of a validation of that experience because that would be that would be tough. Yeah, I think you know on social media it's easy to paint it like, oh, I'm to this new company and the compliments amazing and we have the best community and look at all these rank advances I'm getting like that drives me insane. You know, I mean it drives me insane when people do that in general. And I know we have to promote our businesses and stuff, but at the end of the day, I feel like don't forget that like somebody's marketing their business to you when they're doing that, you know, and I, I'm not saying they're not being genuine. They don't love what they're doing. But again, these are things that I just feel like we don't talk about enough. Why don't we say that it's sad when you leave your business? You know, maybe if people knew more about it, they'd be able to make better decisions, you know, and they wouldn't feel so like horrible <laughs> or they can make more informed decisions. They'd be like, you know what? I think I'm going to stick it out here, you know? So um, it's just good. I, I just, I'm always believe, I believe like authenticity and transparency is so important when it comes to social selling. 
Yes, absolutely. All right. So to wrap up, Patty, what is your best advice for someone who might be looking to make a change, make a transition, make a move to from one company to the next? What is your best advice for listeners? Uh, well, I would to say first dig deep, truly ask yourself like why, well, not even why, because I want to say, ask yourself, what do you want? That is, that is what I had to ask them. Like, what do I want? You know, <laughs> it's so important to ask yourself what you want. I think sometimes we get lost in the why and not to make this like a whole long thing. But like, for me, when I started network marketing, it was to stay home with my children. And then I fulfilled that purpose over the years, right? Like I, I was able to be home with my kids, which was great. But then it's almost like I sort of had no more reason, like no more like why to like keep me going. And I was just maintaining, working my business, going through the motions, but I didn't have anything that was like working towards. And so when I made this transition, I had to say, okay, what do I actually want? And for me, seeing the growth in social selling, seeing the way that the industry shifted, I just knew that I wanted more. Like I would love to do coaching someday. So I had to ask myself, okay, is what I'm doing now going to get me to, to do that? And for me, it wasn't. So just ask your, like, ask yourself, number one, what do you want? And then, then the second question would be, if I stay here in my, and my business looks like this in the next six to 12 months, could my business fulfill that purpose for me? You know, I think it's so important to keep your mind on that, that vision. Um, Cause it's so easy to lose it. And then after you dig deep and you really like just say, is this like important to me or am I just in a dip? Like really dig deep into what it is that you want and you have come to that decision. I say just follow your heart. I know it sounds so cliche, but I'm going to say it like literally follow your heart and don't listen to naysayers because you're always going to have people who are going to tell you why they don't think you should do that or, or do anything, right? Like people's projections of you or I'm sorry, people's opinions of you are their own projections of things that they will or will not do, right? So for somebody who is thinks that like the, there's only one route to success and you have to keep going and there's no pivots, no changes, you just keep going and getting, keep, keep pushing through those dips. You know, how many times have I heard the term keep going? And it's almost like toxic positivity to me in a sense where sometimes it's not that simple. You know, sometimes it's not that easy to just push through and keep going and, and pivoting or making a change that feels more aligned to you because you know, ultimately it will get you to your higher purpose or what it is that you want Then freaking go for it, you know, and don't listen to the naysayers. And also remember too, like, I know this decision, especially when you have such a sticky community, like I said, like I did, like you develop your friendships with you. Like, I feel like this podcast, this particular episode is for the person that's been invested, not for the person that like jumps around and decides like, hey, right. But for the person who's truly been invested in, in their business, you probably have a sticky community. You probably like have like your ride or die people, whether you have a great relationship with your upline or not, like whoever it is that you have your people, I think it's hard to let that go. That has been the biggest thing. A lot of the conversations that I've had with people are them saying, I, you know, I, I want to do this. I just don't want to leave my friends. I just want to leave my team. I just, you know, I've realized that the right, like at the end of the day, the right relationships are going to remain, you know, and, and the people who are not meant for you, the, well, then they probably weren't meant for you to begin with. And, and if they're not meant for you, you probably weren't going to stay connected in your business 
anyway, you know, like I know my people that I've connected with, I have not lost touch once since I made this decision. In fact, I've even gained new relationships with people because of how my story spoke to them. You know, your people that are meant for you are going going to stay and you don't know how many new doors or opportunities or friendships that um you know making a scary decision like that can actually do for you as well. Yes, yeah, so true. We don't we don't know what lies ahead and if we are too scared to make a big decision that we know is right. Like you said, there might not be, you know, this might not be the right decision for somebody to make at any certain time. But what if it is? And what might happen on the other side of that? So just stepping into that bravery and that boldness and having the confidence and the courage to say yes to something new is so exciting. All right, Patty, how can people find you on social media and follow along with your journey and with your story? Uh, So since my last business, I actually did create a new Instagram account because if you haven't already told, I like to just start fresh. So, and um, the reason why I did that is just because I just wanted a fresh start there as well. I felt like my account was really bogged down, but um, so it's the Patricia Morrow and on Facebook, my account is still um, the same, which is just Patricia Morrow. Yes. And I will put the link in the show notes so people can easily click on that and find you, but thank you so much for coming on and for sharing just the real and the raw behind the scenes process of what it's like to navigate such a tricky thing in our business, but it's something that happens all of the time. And we always say this kind of stuff happens in the corporate world every day. Right. And so for us to feel like it's such a taboo subject, it's sad. It really is because it, it is part of, and we grow and we change as people, as social sellers. And so just being able to have this honest conversation with you today was so refreshing. So thank you. I know it will be such a help and such a resource to somebody who might be considering this big decision in the future. So thank you so much, Patty, for being on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to share, you know, anything on here all the time. I love chatting with you. Um, But I know that, again, this is just a a taboo subject. And it's one of those things that, like, I feel like if you're really, like, caught in between, like, it just to know that you're not alone is so valuable. Like, I I, I wish I had something like this at that time. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.